This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Good day. By now, you've had a you know 12-hour period maybe or so to think about this bad Bears loss. Bears lose to the Lions 31-26. to If you do need a refresher, the Bears blew a 12-point lead in the final minutes of the game. Jared Goff to Jamison Williams for a 32-yard touchdown. That made it 26-21. Uh, to of course, after the, the point after, then, <laughs> damn, David Montgomery. You know, he wasn't killing the Bears throughout the game, but of course they gave the ball to David Montgomery on the one-yard line. He takes it in for a touchdown, two-point conversion. The Lions up 29-26. to Bears still had some time to work with, though, not a lot. One more chance for the Bears offense and Justin Fields. Justin Fields drops back to pass. Aiden Hutchinson comes in, strip sacks, and uh, strip sacks Justin Fields, who subsequently fumbles. Darnell Wright kicks the ball through the end zone. It's a safety, and that that does it. So it was a stunning ending, a stunning ending to this Bears game. And I want to I want to rewrite you what I tweeted because it is. Uh, I will now quote myself. I should do this more often on this podcast. The quoting of me. Um, This tweet that I sent out, and this is yesterday by now that you're listening to this episode. And I I understand Bears fans are really emotional after bad losses like that. I get it. I do. But what I tweeted was, that sucks, but it's not the worst. Justin Fields played well. Your defense showed dominance. And you're 3-8. and You keep your draft pick tidy. A lot of people take exception to the fact that I use the word dominance. Maybe I should have written it differently because what what I'm saying here, I guess the key word is showed. Um, The defense did show dominance in this game. You forced four turnovers against a good quarterback, whether people want to admit that or not, and Jared Goff. um, Well, they, they picked him off three times in the game. TJ Edwards. Tremaine Edmonds and Tyreek Stevenson with really good, legitimate interceptions of Jared Goff. Look, this this Detroit offense has been super smooth all year long. Um, Tyreek Stevenson also forced a turnover 
on special teams. So a good day for Tyreek Stevenson as well. So point is, the defense did show signs of dominance throughout this game. Did everybody blow this game at the end? Hell yeah. Everybody blew it at the end. The defense sucked. Justin Fields sucked. Um, Tyler Scott <laughs> sucked. Um, and I'm talking about Tyler Scott, the deep ball that was thrown to him before Detroit started the, started their comeback. A deep ball to him that could, would have sealed the ball game for sure. It was late in the game. Tyler Scott looked to me like he slowed down for that ball. So I put it on Tyler Scott. Yeah, he's a rookie, all of that. But that's definitely a play that, that should have been made, and you wouldn't even have had to go into the defense kind of choking at the end of the game. So, so yeah, I I do see it as some some pluses in this game, as tragic as it was. I know it sounds ridiculous. Um, how about time of possession? And we'll get to Justin Fields too. That's part of my positives here, as you as I quoted my tweet. Time of possession for the Bears. There's really no bigger sign of dominating a game than time of possession. The Bears had the ball for 40 minutes and 24 seconds. Detroit, 19 minutes and 36 seconds. Just going through some other statistics here team-wise before we do the individual stuff. Um, you had total yards, Detroit 338, Bears 334, and obviously Detroit picked up a bunch of those at the end, and that would have Bears would have had that category. Passing in this game, the uh, Justin Fields 151. You had Detroit with 223. Rushing the football, both teams very good at rushing the football. A lot of this was Justin Fields, but the Bears had 183, Detroit 115. First down wise, the Bears had 25, Detroit had 23. Third downs, Bears 5 of 13, Detroit 8 of 11. They win that category for sure. But as you can see, the Bears played a pretty even game and at times dominated until they just blew the game. They blew the game at the end today. Um, Justin Fields looked smooth, I thought. I really did. Like He looked ready. He looked focused. The plan looked tight for Justin Fields. I loved how they were using him in the running game and disguising it so well. There were so many times you know, watching the game where you couldn't tell who had the ball. Like you'd see it in, and you know, the cameras are going one way. One running back is going the other way without the ball. And there comes Justin Fields. So I thought there were some well-designed plays for Justin Fields, who was 16 of 23, 169 yards, a touchdown. He didn't, he, the touchdown pass was to, to DJ Moore. I look at that as a make good because he should have had that play that, what was it? A 39 yard touchdown play. He probably should have had that same play earlier in the game, except for the fact that Justin Fields overthrew DJ Moore on that. Um, but mostly good from Justin Fields. Yeah, the the strip sack that's that's on him. That is, I mean, look, Darnell Wright was trying to was obviously got beaten by his guy as well, and Aiden Hutchinson, who and did a pretty good job on him for most of the day. Did the, the Bears rookie runner um, or the rookie right tackle? For the Bears, but um, yeah, you can't like that. Justin Fields over and over. Maybe if he hadn't had this issue so many other times throughout his career, I probably would have given him a pass on that. But look, he's been strip sacked and fumbled so many times throughout his career. 
um, that, yeah, you do have to put, you do say that that is an issue for Justin Fields. But on the overall, honestly, I give, I give Justin Fields a thumbs up for sure. Um, just look at some of the other stuff here in my notes that I found to be significant. One spot, game like this, it feels like a nine-hour game. So to go back to the second quarter, let me take you back to the second quarter of this Bears loss. Second quarter, it's 7 nothing Bears. Um, TJ Edwards had come up with that big interception. Um, then Tyler Scott, rough game, fumbles it, turns it over. It's you know still seven nothing Bears. This leads directly, directly to a Jameer Gibbs touchdown run for the Detroit Lions. They tie it up. So you do, I mean, you you go back and you look at some of the things that even happened earlier in the game that shouldn't have happened. Because now at this point you're looking for for perfect and guilty parties because you blew the game. So those little things that happened during the game end up meaning something. And they end up biting you in the ass for sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I will say this, though, although I stand by my tweet, one of the things that I can't really put a soft touch on for right now is Matt Eberflus because <laughs> these are the kinds of games that are this – is, this is red ink on your resume if you're Matt Eberflus. There's just no other way to, to put it. You know, we talk about the concept of you know, learning how to win – and sometimes that gets overblown and it turns into silly debates and all of that. But obviously, Matt Eberflus, you know, does not has not been good at finishing. And this one, whether it's fair or not, this goes on the coach at the end of the game. And hey, and and I'll say Luke Getzey some too. Although I like like most of the plan that Getzey had, that going back to the to the to the drive right before Detroit did everything and Tyler Scott doesn't catch the deep ball. What the hell were the two plays before that? The two plays before that that Luke Getzey called were were run plays up the middle and you hand the ball off and just tell your running back to just kind of stop and hang around the offensive line. I mean, they were acting like there was 20 seconds left in the game and all they had to do was just kind of protect the ball and keep the ball in the middle of the field and not try to do anything fancy. That was a little bit annoying too i mean how about maybe have justin fields run the ball in that spot let let what got you there finish you off so yeah i mean i definitely like that that drive was frustrating in general and the scott miss that's what i'll call it we didn't drop it but that's a play you should have made you could even tell by the the reaction by justin fields that he knows that that's a play that the rookie should definitely have caught uh, before we get out of here, let's just look at a few of the individual stats from this game because I know maybe you're ready for that now. Um, other than Justin Fields, we talked about Justin Fields. 
you know, DJ Moore got his for the most part. Seven catches, 96 yards, had a touchdown, the 39-yarder. Darnell Mooney, who I was predicting was going to have a big game, did not. One catch for 24 yards. Cole Komet, three grabs for 20 yards, had that one big third down, first down. Um, Equinemius St. Brown had a couple nice plays, two catches for 19 yards. As far as the, the rushing is concerned, we all wondered how, you know, who would get the most carries. And as I predicted, it definitely was Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert, 16 carries, 35 yards. Roshan Johnson, six carries for 30 yards. And then Deontay Foreman, who was looked like he re-injured the ankle again, six carries for 14 yards in the game. So it was Herbert's their guy. <laughs> for, for Foreman, man, no matter what you do, uh, you can't catch a break. But look, Herbert is the better overall running back. Um, the best running back, though, the, uh, on the Bears would probably still be David Montgomery as Anthony Heron told me when I was hosting with Parkins on the score the other day. So that's it for now. We're going to be talking about this one more throughout the week. I'll be at Hallis Hall all week. The Bears will be at Minnesota on Monday Night Football if you can handle another nationally televised game. Thanks for listening and watching. As always, for Ray Diaz, our executive producer, I'm Mark Grody, and this is The Daily Score.